I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. Protesters in Russia are not standing down. Police and demonstrators clash for a second day in Moscow. Protesters came out to denounce Prime Minister Vladimir Putin and his ruling United Russia Party after reports of fraud in Sunday's parliamentary elections. Police also detained some 200 people at a rally in St. Petersburg. Miriam Elder is a correspondent for The Guardian newspaper. She was at the rally in Moscow's Triumphalnia Square earlier today. Elder says it wasn't just protesters in the streets. There were also many counter-protesters. Today the square has been filled with thousands of activists from NASHI, which is a pro-Kremlin youth group. And the, uh, the opposition has been sort of sidelined, and it's actually impossible to tell how many of them uh, have turned out. But it, it's far less than turned out yesterday. So would you describe this as a standoff, or is there a real tension between the two sides? I wouldn't say it's a standoff just because the opposition is so outnumbered. You know, Nashi was created uh, several years ago after pro-democratic revolutions in Ukraine and Georgia precisely to counter any potential unrest in Russia as a whole. And so they've been here for over an hour just shouting and beating on drums and shouting, Medvedev victory and Putin, Russia, waving flags. So, uh, so they've, they've won today. So who exactly is out on the streets protesting Putin? And what would you describe the demographic as being employed, middle class? Definitely uh, middle class. I talked to, you know, a lawyer, to a financial analyst, to a man who owns his own business. And what I found most interesting is that these are people who didn't come to the protest yesterday. They just heard about it via social networks, Facebook and the Russian version of Facebook's Kontaktia. And uh, that's why they came out today. Miriam, we hear that uh, blogger and activist Alexei Navalny uh, was arrested and uh, got 15 days in jail today. Tell us who he is and what the reaction to his arrest has been. He's a lawyer by training. He started this campaign about a year ago against corruption in Russia, and he would point out specific cases of corruption, and it built into this real grassroots movement where people write in with with cases for him to explore. And uh, he runs a very popular blog where he talks about all that. And then about half a year ago, I would say, he went on this radio program, and he came out completely spontaneously, he says, with this, uh, with this term, calling United Russia a party of crooks and thieves. And all of a sudden, it's become a, a rallying cry for anybody who's against this government. Right. I'm just wondering, does this dissent extend outside of Moscow and St. Petersburg? No, this, this isn't like a countrywide protest movement that's sweeping the nation. As people at the protest, speakers at the protest said yesterday, this is a small step towards something that can potentially become bigger. But I think there is a recognition that this is not huge for Russia. Miriam, I, I'm just still confused. What's bringing these people out onto the streets now? I mean, it's not like a bread riot. What is the motivation right now? People are really angry. And the thing that kicked off these protests that we've seen the past couple of days are parliamentary elections that were held on Sunday. And the reports of falsifications and violations have just been, you know, spreading through social networks like crazy because people have been videotaping or taking pictures of clear violations with their own cell phones. It's hard to deny the, the scale of falsification that happens. And so people have something concrete to be upset about. But you're not sure where this dissent may be headed. If it does fizzle out, why do you think it may fizzle out? I think because of what we're seeing today is, you know, the Kremlin has created these youth groups precisely to counter protests like this, first of all. So, you know, today this protest was a failure for the opposition. And number two, it's just really cold. You're never going to have a Tahrir Square in December in Moscow. Miriam Elder, a correspondent for The Guardian newspaper in London, speaking with us from the streets of Moscow. Thanks so much, Miriam. Thank you.